Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> shalom! Shalom, everybody! Guess what day it is? It's Monday! You know what that means? It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. And let's welcome my co-host, Mr. Yosef Kainer. Good, good afternoon, Stephen. How are you? Ah, Yosef, are you uh, right off the boat from the Ukraine? You sound I'm like uh, vacation, vacation in Transylvania. Oh, I thought uh, thought you were vacationing in Ukraine. <laughs> Everything okay with you, Yosef? Thank God. You know, the, the, I have a story. Would you like a story? <laughs> yes, of course. When, when I was in my 20s, I was in the yeshiva in a neighborhood in Jerusalem called Kiryat Moshe. And there was right around the corner from the yeshiva, which is actually the yeshiva you may be going to, which we will not name. Um, <laughs> there, was a, there was a dry cleaners that was run by a couple that spoke a language that I didn't understand. And I kind of know languages, but I couldn't figure out where they were from. So, and, and they were very, very serious people. These, they, I never saw them smile. So one day I was in there, and I said, where are you from, by the way? What, what language is that? And they said it was Hungarian or something like that. And, and I said, where are you from? You know, what country? Oh, not what country, but what area? And, oh, no, it was Romanian. I take it back. It was Romanian. <laughs> and I said, where are you from? What city? And they said, we're from, we're from Transylvania. And I said, Transylvania, that's, that's, uh, that's where Dracula was from. And they said, who? I said, Dracula, you know, the guy used to bite people on the neck. And she said, no, 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 he was from Hungary. <laughs> is that is that a true story? Or was that a it's joke? A true, no, it's a true story. It's a That's true story. funny. They, you know, like they didn't want to acknowledge that he was one of theirs. <laughs> Dracula, like it, like he's a real person. That's funny. That's like uh, that reminds me of because I'm from Philadelphia. Uh, people always associate Philadelphia with Rocky, and the people of Philadelphia actually, it's like when they talk about Rocky, they talk about like he's an actual real person, like he was a real athlete. In the 70s and the 80s, it was a real boxer. We're like, no, it's a character in the movie. And there's a statue uh, in down in the city of Philadelphia. And all these tourists comes and they get pictures with the statue of Rocky. And whenever you say someone, whenever I tell mention to someone that I'm from Philadelphia, that's the first thing they say is Rocky, Rocky, oh Rocky, yes, he's the greatest athlete ever, Rocky. I'm like, no, it's a character in a movie. It's not real. No, 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 Rocky, he beat Mr. T. He beat Mr. T and Clubber and 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 Apollo Creed. Yes, Rocky, big great athlete. <laughs> he he wasn't. He wasn't a real thing. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I thought it was like you know made after a real person. Uh, I've never seen it. That's that's on my long list of movies that I've never seen. By the way. Oh my God! You you've seen no movies at all. Um. Anyway, so yeah, that's a good story. Um. <laughs> All right, we're going to get right to it, okay? First of all, I found this article. Apparently, Israel now is amongst uh, the OECD countries ranked the highest cost of living among those OECD countries. Do you know what OECD stands for? Um, old Ethiopian uh, cranky... Um, Dishwashers. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's funny. Um, no, it stands for the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. I don't really know. Either way, Israel 
their uh, the their consumer their um, uh, what do you call it? the highest cost of living rose thirty eight percent from twenty twenty two and they are ranked number one amongst these countries now uh, apparent I don't know who else is in these this group of countries but apparently says in second place was ranked Switzerland closely followed by Iceland and then of course. The United States is fourth place. So uh, it's good that Israel keeps um, forging ahead and becoming greater than all the other countries. And now it becomes the most expensive country. <laughs> I find it hard to believe that it's more, that the cost of living is higher than the United States. But anyway, uh, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Do you feel the effects? Well, you know, the cost of living, it, it you know, the income is different over here. Like there are people who have jobs that pay maybe ten dollars an hour, you know. Yeah. So it's not everybody is wealthy over here. That's true. You don't go to Israel to become rich. Everyone is poor. Uh, <laughs> everyone that, works all the time. That that work, old work, joke. Work. That old joke. How do you make a big fortune in Israel? How? How do you make a small fortune in Israel? You come with a big one. That's funny. Um, so let's welcome our listeners real quick. I forgot to do that. Oh, my God. Let's welcome the United States of China, of course, Israel, Colombia, oh, and Ireland. Ah, top of the day to you, Ireland. I love the Irish people. Ah, Korea's listening. South Africa's listening. And if there's anyone else listening, feel free. Miss Producer, to put it up on the chat screen. Anyway, uh, do you have a story that you'd like to share? Um, I have a story no. about, well, a warning, a warning that's really not a warning. Okay. Um, apparently on TikTok, there are mothers who are, you know, like they want to do a cooking video and they bring their young child in and they say, oh, now we, you know, we're making, we're making a birthday cake and I need to crack an egg. And then instead of cracking the egg on the countertop, she cracks it on the kid's forehead. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Um, some people are objecting to this. They're saying that, that it's a health problem because the egg is going to run down his face. You're going to get salmonella germs in his mouth or whatever. So they're telling you not to do that. I think it's just not a nice thing to do to your kid. But anyway. I would love to crack eggs on my children. They deserve it. <laughs> I've seen those videos on Instagram. I think they're kind of funny. I've seen them a lot with adults too, not just with kids. But I have seen them with little kids and it's fine. Don't worry. No salmonella. 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 Oh, my God. Salmonella. My uh, ex-wife used to freak out. Don't touch the raw chicken. Make sure your hands are washed. You're going to give us all salmonella. Salmonella. Um, don't worry. These are the same people who, uh, you know, telling us to put masks on our face. Hey, speaking Sal of that. Salmonella was a, an Italian actor in the 60s, I think. That's right. Salmonella. Hey, he won the uh, ba-ba-booba. Uh, uh, I had something to share with you. Speaking of uh, masks, I don't know if this is going around in Israel, but I, look, I, don't, I haven't watched the news in three years, but apparently uh, there's rumors going around that there's going to be another lockdown in America and they're going to reinforce masks again. Have you heard anything like that in Israel? Um, well, I, God forbid that they should do it over here. I saw a very good... Um what do you call it, uh, opinion piece in the uh, Daily Telegraph, the British, what the heck? Is that your phone? I thought you turned your phone off. <laughs> I thought I did also. Oh, um, God. But there's a very, very good piece in the, um, what do you call it, in the Telegraph saying that they hope America doesn't do this ridiculous thing again because they've had enough of the scaremongering. 
no one's going to listen to it. No one's no one's going to do anything this time, except for the ones that are still doing it. There's still people walking. Are there still people walking around in Israel with masks on? That lady. <laughs> besides your besides your crazy cat lady, is there are, like do you know, because I still see people walking into stores, driving alone. Still, I mean, it's been three. Listen, it's been three people, years. People were traumatized. It was a very well organized plan to to terrify people and some people are still stuck you know it's sad yeah i really i agree with you i feel so bad for these people that they're that they scared them so much that they're still wearing it and you can't even talk to them it's really uh it's really sad anyway um we so got you were saying something about masks that's what I was saying. I'm just oh, saying that, that 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 the rumor is going around. I haven't watched the news, but the rumor is going around that Joe Biden is going to start putting masks on again and and make the planes do it and the FFA and all that. Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't watch TV anymore, so it really doesn't uh, affect me. COVID doesn't affect me because it's in my world. It's non-existent. <laughs> Anyway, hey, guess what? Before we get out of here, there's only we have uh, three minutes left. Some good news. Good news for uh, Israel. Papua New Guinea confirms embassy opening up in Jerusalem next week. Hi, oh, Papua New Guinea, because they are such I, a huge ally. I have a grandson who's going to be very excited. This kid is maybe seven. He's fascinated by anything that has to do with Papua New Guinea. So I'm glad you told me this. And And I have to say... Papa was a rolling stone. That's what I think when I think of Papua New Guinea. I don't even know if that is that even. It says here in February. Uh, yes, that is correct. Said a spokesperson from uh, uh, Marape's office, who is the prime minister of Papua New Guinea. Uh, they're coming to Jerusalem. Papua New Guinea has never opened an embassy in Israel, and this is expected to be its first represent representation in the country. Uh, it says in recent years, several countries have mulled over the idea. Of moving, to, of following in the U.S.'s footsteps, but then they're diplomat, and uh, but then they've changed their mind. Last year, uh, it doesn't matter. Point is, Papua New Guinea will be coming to Jerusalem. We should all have a parade because they're such a strong country and a major force. I mean, really, Papua New Guinea? Who cares? <laughs> well, it's, it's probably a very cute country. I don't know anything about Papua New Guinea. Yeah, I think it's just people that live in huts. And they're fishermen in Papua New Guinea. I don't think there's really much to the country. I think it's just a bunch of islands. But I just think of Papa was a rolling stone. Papa was in New Guinea. Now he's moving to Jerusalem. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's a nice story. Thought I'd share it's that. It's the world's 54th largest country. No, it's not. The world's? Papua New Guinea? It's a bunch of islands. That's what it says in Wikipedia. No, well, Wikipedia... It's the world's 54th largest country and the third largest island country. Yeah, I don't think it's the 54th largest country in the world. I find that hard to believe. Uh, I will have to look that up on uh, Google. Don't, don't be dissing Papua New Guinea. <laughs> yeah! Hey, we're going to Jerusalem! Papua New Guinea! Come on, Papa! Let's go! And all you puppets! Puppets! And Papa people, come on over. All right, we're going to be back after these messages. Thank you, Papa New Guinea. Stick it out.
Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to our second segment. I can't believe it. Boy, that was the quickest commercial break ever. My name is Steve Miller. Welcome to Lighten Up if you're just joining us. Uh, the network is called Israel News Talk Radio, and my co-host, Mr. Yosef Kaner. Yosef, how are you? I'm, I'm just like I was five minutes ago, a little older. <laughs> a little less than five minutes ago. Um, anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, yes, uh, our producer just, just sent me this. It says here, Biden's plot to send America back into lockdown must be stopped. Oh, my God, this just depresses me. I'm not even going to read this article because it's stupid. It says the COVID fanatic nonsense never seems to end. In 20 years, we will still probably be prepping for our next lockdown and queuing for our 100th booster shot. <laughs> that's actually very funny. Um, anyway, so that's what we were talking about at the end of the first break. About uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. What do you got for us? Would you like we can move on from that? What do you have? Anything? There's a here's a, a story that appeared in Reuters. <clears throat> There's someone in Cuba or Cuba who calls himself the Iron Man, and okay. it says the headline is Cuba's Iron Man beats himself with a sledgehammer and survives. Why would anybody do this? I don't know. I guess for attention. Um, <laughs> well, he's Iron Man, so he obviously doesn't feel it. So he beats himself with a hammer. Where is this at? This is a, this is a person. This it's is a lighten-up story. This is a great on, story. It's on Reuters. I mean, I don't know. Listen. Where is he from? Is he from America? He's, no, he's Cuban. He's Cuban. Oh, he's Cuban. And he's, and, he, and they call him Iron Man. Why? Is he they call athlete? him Iron Man. That I don't know. But let me see. He's training to be a professional boxer. And he he's moving from Cuba to fight in Mexico City. Um, de -dum, de -dum, de -dum, de -dum. I don't know. He's got his whole story here. But the main story is that he's hitting himself with a hammer. Uh, he Where is he be... hitting himself? In the head? <laughs> the head, I don't think, but everywhere else. He's He wants to push his limits. It's kind of like, what's that thing where people walk on glass and stuff? Ah. Well, he's training. So that's how they're training. So he figures, I guess, look, if you can hit, if you can strike me with a hammer in my stomach or my arms, then uh, then a fist isn't going to do anything. I, I, I see the the, the science behind it. In fact, I, I think it's actually very smart, and he should continue to beat himself with a sledgehammer. <laughs> um, all right, listen, we're going to go to my favorite newspaper here. I love getting the opinion of uh, the Jewish people's enemies. So I have another article from Al Jazeera. <laughs> um, it says here, Ben Gavir lashes out at supermodel Bella Hadid over Arab rights. <laughs> Did you hear this? I didn't, no. So apparently uh, she's like a supermodel. So she's like the most sexiest anti-Semite ever. Uh, she's like a gorgeous supermodel. I don't even, she doesn't even live in Gaza, so I don't know why she's whatever. Her father's an Arab. I don't know where they, her story is, but she's a huge anti-Semite. Hey, if you're going to be an anti-Semite, at least be a good-looking one. And I have to tell you, it's okay with me. I would totally take her out on a date, even though she hates my guts, because she's beautiful. That's okay with me. I could put up with that. Um, it says here, Hadid criticized the far-right minister's comments, who said, Israeli rights trump 
Palestinian freedom of movement. <laughs> Which is a misquote, by the way. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, believe me, uh, this is why I quoted from Al Jazeera. It's great. It says, um, uh, Ben Gavir, uh, U.S. supermodel Bella Hadid, uh, was up in arms over the comments this week that Palestinian condemned as a, that Palestinians condemned as racists. So she believes that the Arabs are not racist, and they think that they that they allow Jews to have all the freedoms in the world. And it says here that Wednesday, Itamar Ben Gavir said that the right to life and movement for set settlers in illegal settlements in the occupied West Bank trumped the right to movement for Palestinians. Anyway, you know what I found out through this article? You know where Ben Gavir lives? I don't, actually. He lives in Kiryat Arba, which is where I will temporarily be when I move to Israel. And guess what? Maybe he'll be my neighbor, and he'll invite me over for a barbecue. Sounds good. He's a really nice guy. He's really, really a sweet guy. Well, I tell you, uh, supermodel uh, Hadid, whatever her name is, um, she doesn't like him too much, and she's very upset. Well, but, the, um, the left, the left in Israel doesn't like him. Well, it says here, supermodel Hadid, whose father is Palestinian and who has been a vocal supporter of the Arab rights, has close to sixty million Instagram followers. Wow! When you're just bashing Jews all day on Instagram, just look at that. You want to get 60 million followers on Instagram or Facebook? Just become a hot anti-Semite and everybody will follow you. <laughs> do, I, do, I, do I have to? Yes. Yes, you do. If you become a male model and you start becoming an anti-Semite, you know how many followers you'll get on Instagram? I, could just, I can see myself as a male model. Yeah, you're, you're quite attractive. Anyway, I'm very excited that Ben Gavir is going to be my next-door neighbor. Hello, Ben! I'm going to go right up to him and knock on his door and say, Hey, I just made Aliyah. Come on over for uh, Rosh Hashanah and the holidays. Hey, hopefully he'll make a sukkah and I can go into a sukkah and shake the lulav with Ben Gavir. la da 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 Shaking the lulav, Ben Gavir. Shaking the lulav with Ben Gavir. Isn't that fun? I'm so excited. Yeah, it's great. It's, and by, by then, the weather should be nice. Okay, well, whatever. The point is, my next-door neighbor is going to be Ben Gavir. Start that rumor around. <laughs> and he's saying, you know who's going to be my neighbor soon? He's Who? also very excited. <laughs> he is. He can't wait to like... I hope I see him walking around. So that'll be fun. I hope I can recognize him. I'm very excited. Anyway, so that's what's going on uh, with Ben Gavir. And uh, so now a hot supermodel hates him. Big deal. We'll move on. Uh, what do you got? Anything else? <laughs> this I'm still I still don't understand this. In South Korea, they have a different way of telling you what your age is. Like what do you mean? Your age doesn't change on your birthday. Everybody's age changes on January first. So say you're born in November. Yeah. Two months later, you're you're one years old because you were <laughs> because everybody just jumps up one number. It's kind of like an odometer. It's weird. So everybody's birthday is January first. Um, just for the just for saying how old you are. It, it could. It's not your actual birthday, but that's how they calculate how old you are. Why? What's the? I don't even. I don't know. That. Listen, it's South Korea. I mean, they they can do that, I guess. But your your birthday January first. Don't care. You're born October twenty third. Now January first. 
January 1st. New year, new birthday. That's how we do. You pick color. You pick color. Hey, you ever get your nails done at a Korean nail salon? I, that's where I always get my nails done. Well, I get my nails done there, too, and they always go, You pick color, Stephen. Stephen, you pick color. What color you want? And I, have a, I had them paint my right big toe with the Israeli flag on it. And uh, they're like, oh, why you want big Jew flag on your toe? Because <laughs> I'm making Aliyah, that's why. Oh, yeah, so you know that my birthday is January 1st. <laughs> In fact, so is uh, Feng Dong Du. Her birthday is January 1st. In fact, the whole country, we born all January 1st. <laughs> so what does that mean for age? I don't. I'm still trying to figure this article out. They're saying in December, um, South Korea passed. What year was this? Yeah, in Wait, last is... December they passed a law that now they want to do it like everybody else. But before then, it said, for example, duh, 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 school entrance and calculating the legal age to drink alcohol and smoke. A person's age is calculated from zero at birth, and the year is added on January first. So technically, if you're born later in the year, you can drink earlier than the actual age that you can drink at. But not anymore. Oh, my God. I don't understand It's that. complicated, but it's it better is. than North Korea. <laughs> when is, I wonder when they decide when your birthday is. <laughs> South so Korea. Your, go your birthday is when they decide your birthday is in North exactly. Korea. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's still better than, uh, than North Korea. Okay. Uh, well, I don't really understand the uh, the point of that story, but okay. <laughs> Why, is this a law now? So what if... They just brought... It's, it's kind of like, you know, every country has its weirdnesses. Like in Israel, in America, I don't know how it works because I haven't been there in a while, but daylight savings time. There's a certain time when it starts and a certain time when it stops. In Israel, every year, the Knesset has to vote on when it should start and stop. So every year it starts and stops on a different date. Why are they voting on it? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's, it's one of those. It's a I, believe they sh I believe they should get rid of that whole thing. The whole thing is really stupid anyway. Uh, anyway, so uh, I don't know if I can have time to do this story, but apparently Libya suspends foreign minister after meeting with Israeli foreign minister. Did you hear about this? I heard that there was a meeting. I didn't know that they got suspended. Though. That's right. Well, they, the Libya foreign minister, they, 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 they suspended her. Uh, Libya prime minister suspended foreign minister Najila Mangosh on Sunday and, refer, and referred her for investigation after Israel said its foreign mis minister, Eli Cohen, had met her last week despite the countries not having formal relations. Apparently, Libya does not recognize Israel at all as a country it doesn't exist i love how countries can still do that and, and no one says anything um and so she got suspended because uh apparently uh it says here well you know what we've only got 30 seconds left i can't finish this story hi oh but you know what when we get back uh we will finish up this story and uh because there's a lot of humor in here and um i can't believe that they suspended the foreign minister who says she didn't meet with Israel, but I don't know. It, 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 it's ongoing drama in Libya. I just can't believe that they don't acknowledge Israel as a country. Well, guess what? I don't acknowledge, I don't acknowledge Germany or France. They don't exist in this world. All right, we'll be right back up to these messages. Stick around!
Shalom, this is Nadia Matar from the Sovereignty Movement. At a time when there is so much disinformation, you have to know who to listen to to know what really is going on in Israel. Israel News Talk Radio is the radio where you can know that what you hear is the truth. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, Joseph, before I close out that last story, I just want to welcome, we have some new listeners to the show. We have Jamaica, man. Hello, Jamaica. And Egypt, Mitzrayim is, is listening. Ah, oh, we left there thousands of years ago. <laughs> I never looked back. You know what? I would like a, a, a Robert Marley um, keeper. A Bob Marley. Um, a Bob Marley. Rob, he's Bob. Robert. He's Robert to me. We went to he's school. Always, oh, I like how you, you call him by his formal name, Robert. Yes, Robert Marley, the pot smoking uh, dreadlock. Uh, Robert Marley. That's his official name. Uh, anyway, you know who else is listening? Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv. You know that song by, um, what's his name? Omar, Omar Adam, Omar Adam. Anyway, I love him. He's great. And he's got this song about Tel Aviv. Do you know that song? No. Do you know who that singer is? I've heard his name. I, I'm not really into him. Miss Producer, do you know who, I'm, who he is? Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv. Anyway, hello, Tel Aviv. Party hardy. All right, party on, Tel Aviv. All right, so let me just finish this story real quickly. So basically, like I said, the Libyan prime minister or the Libyan foreign minister was suspended by the prime minister because apparently she met with the Jews at a conference, even though she denies it. I did not meet with Jews. I did not meet with the Jews. Anyway, apparently it was facilitated by the Italian foreign minister, Antonio Tijani. And he said, hey, Libya, you stupid Arabs. Get together with the Jews. So what's wrong with you? Talk to each other, okay? We got the Abraham Accords. Uh, you talk to the Jews, and the Jews you talk to Libya. I'm going to facilitate this. Come on, we make a chicken parmesan. That's actually what happened. I have a clip of that. And then uh, the Libya got all upset and suspended their foreign minister for talking to Jews. Don't you just love this world? It's 2023. They, they don't recognize Israel as a country. I'm really getting bored of all this Jew hatred. It's like... It's like you can't even take it seriously anymore. So who? how did this get messed up? Like, <laughs> how did it get messed up? Like who publicized the meeting? Maybe it was supposed to be a quiet meeting. Hey, how can it be quiet when you have loud Italians in there? Hey, this is a quiet meeting. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, so she's suspended, and she can't be let back into school until she writes an apology note saying, I'm sorry I spoke with Jews. <laughs> oh, here, and I want to start. This is a good story, too. This is a wonderful story. Now, this story I didn't know about, but I have Israeli connections over there, and my Israeli connection tells me this is a huge story. Um, apparently, uh, I know. are you familiar with uh, who Baruch Ben Yigal is? I don't know him either. Oh, my God. This is he a related to Bob Marley? That was good. Uh, no, uh, but anyway, his son was tragically killed a couple years ago in Gaza. And it was his only son. He had no other children. So apparently, he put out uh, some sort of ad 
that uh, or made a statement that he wanted to have more children with a woman and because that was it he you know it's a mitzvah to have children and um it was his only son who who uh you know uh parrot who died uh with a kiddush hashem defending the jewish people in the country and uh so apparently he made an article or or, or not made an article he put out an article put out something where he was looking for a woman to have a baby with him so he could, you know, continue his seed. And guess how many responses he got? Women saying that, yes, I will have a baby with you. Just take a guess. Mm, is it more than three digits? Yes. Wow. So take a guess. 1,500. No, 5,000 responses. 5,000 women, 5,000 Jewish women said, yes, I will have a baby with you. Is that not insane? How, how long would that take him to, you know, all, all, all 5,000? No. They, he's, he's, they got, applied, he's got, he's got what applied, to look forward to. They applied for, no, listen, they applied for the job. And he finally, he met this one woman. Now, it was through, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, like a Petri dish and fertile. Uh, they didn't actually kind of oh, do the mitzvah. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Then he ended up, found, found this woman, chose this woman. He's 55 years old. She's 35. And then uh, the rabbi, the rabbinate said, you know what? This woman is an amazing woman who is holding your child. Who You know, you should get married to her. So anyway... The wedding was this weekend, and there's a video, and she's like six, seven, she's like eight months pregnant in this shotgun wedding. It was big news. They watched the wedding all over Israel. Um, his fa- his son was in the uh, in the Golani brigade, and so he had during the wedding he was wrapped around in the Golani flag, and he got there's a video uh, on Israel National News of him getting married. Uh, it was conducted by Rabbi Yosef Ariv of Cholon, and uh, he got married, and he's going to have a baby now. And But I just find it amazing that 5,000 women who didn't even know him were, said, yes, I'll have a baby with you. Maybe I should do something like that. Do you think I should put an ad in uh, Arut Sheva saying, hey, I'm a new Olim, and I would like to have a Jewish child. Who would like to do that? <laughs> do you think I'll get 5,000 responses? Uh, uh, I don't know, but that's such a sweet story. It's an amazing story. It's an amazing story, but I just... What really got me was the fact that he got such an amazing response. Uh, What's what's going on with the Jewish women in Israel that they're willing to do that? Maybe he's very good-looking. I don't know. Whatever. He's he's, he's an average-looking guy, but it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful story. Anyway... Oh, I'm sorry. I we, I just got a note from my producer. It's Ole, not Olim. Whatever. I'll, tomato, tomato. No, that is not right, you dummy. <laughs> we do not want dumb immigrants in my country. Whatever. Hey, guess what? This I've got some news coming up. This is a bizarre story out of my own city of Philadelphia. You're going to love this. Riders in ver- bike riders in various states of undress cruise Philadelphia streets in the 14th annual naked bike ride, which has just happened or will happen. Have you heard of this? 
I think I saw video from a previous one. It's kind yeah. of gross. It's kind of it's, gross. It says here, hundreds of people in various states of undress. You don't have to be naked, but apparently a lot of these liberal idiots like to get undressed. Uh, uh, rode out Saturday for a ride through some of Philadelphia main streets and sites on the 14th annual Philly Naked Bike Ride. It said the annual ride, it started in 2099. I mean, 2009. Uh, it's billed as promoting promoting cycling as a key form of transportation and fuel consciousness consumption. So there you go. It's the liberals' way of saying, stop using your car and ride your bike naked and save the planet. So apparently, if I ride my bike naked, I will save the world. That sounds very painful on my tuchus. <laughs> That's, that's how that's how you look for the 5,000 women. <laughs> exactly. It says, organizers stress, however, that participants aren't required to ride completely in the buff, telling them to get as bare as you dare. Um, anyway, so some people were just talking about it. They interviewed some people, and this guy, uh, he just says, oh, it's so freeing, and it's so wonderful, and there's nothing wrong with it, and everybody should be naked, and don't be ashamed. Whatever. It's so ridiculous, and I'm so embarrassed. There are no there are no laws again. I mean, I can understand if there's a you know a nude beach or you know you have people that are into that. But isn't there a law in most American cities that you can't just walk around naked? Uh, you can't. I don't know. I guess this is allowed. Let me tell you something about the city I live in. I don't live in Philadelphia. I live in the suburbs. But it's a very liberal leftist city, so you can do any. Crime is rampant. I haven't gone into Philadelphia in years because you can get murdered. And they, they loot, they steal, they, they do nothing. There is no crime. There is so much crime all over the country, but here in, in, in where I live, it's it's awful. So I don't go anywhere near it. And now that there's a, a marathon of naked bike riders, uh, ugh, God. It says here, it's one of the bike riders says, it's just the feeling, it's just feeling comfortable with your own body. And it's okay to look at other people too, compared or not compared, or just. See how other people feel comfortable in their own bodies. That's a, it's all about being comfortable, and it's okay to stare at people. This world is insane, and I just... Would that ever happen in Israel, a naked bike ride? Maybe in Tel Aviv, but I don't know. And, you know, even here, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyway, Tel Aviv, Tel Aviv, we are naked in Tel Aviv. So that's what's going on in Philadelphia, naked bike riders. I tell you, watch out for those potholes, especially for the men if you're riding naked. Hi-oh! Ouch! Anyway, all right. We'll move on. <laughs> ah, can I plug a book? Did you read it? I, I've heard the author speak on a number of podcasts. She's really good. There's a book called Lost in Transnation, A Child Psychiatrist's Guide Out of the Madness. She's very much against the, the whole... You know, the, the things that they do to kids that, you know, if a kid feels for one minute that he might be a girl instead of a guy, they, they rush him into the assembly line and make sure that he has all the shots and this and that and the, the drugs. Anyway, she's really good. Her name is Miriam Grossman. The book is called Lost in Transnation. It's worth looking at. Oh, our producer says that uh, our producer interviewed her. Huh? So you can find the video on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. I guess go on, uh, click on videos, plug video interview. <laughs> so yes, if you go on our site and you hit videos, I guess you'll find her. What's her name again? Miriam Grossman. Miriam Grossman. So check it out and uh, you can see the one and only Tamar Yona who interviewed her, who also happens to be my producer. Anyway... 
Um, I want to finish off with a, a Florida man story. We haven't done a Florida man story in so long, but this is a perfect way to end the show. And you're going to love this. It's true. It's true. That's right. Here's the headline. Florida man throws deli meat at police officer and gets arrested. <laughs> it says here, this Florida man was outside a smoke shop in Port Orange, Florida, and he was arrested. Um, he was arrested for throwing a deli meat. There's a video of him. He was, he was uh, loitering, and the cop was trying to get him to move. And he goes, I know karate, and I'm going to steal your gun in your car. Don't you come near me. And the cop was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all caught on video. You can look it up online. And then you see this guy pick up a deli, a deli like a piece of, I don't know what it was, kosher salami. And he just chucks it at the cop, and it hits in, the, in, the, in his cam. And he goes, that's it. And then the next, uh, the next scene you see it's the guy being wrestled to the ground all because he threw a deli sandwich. Or deli meat at the cop. Florida man is crazy. <laughs> so that's a great way to uh, end the show. And uh, what do you say? Thank you very much, Yosef, for another amazing episode of Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. What do you say? And thank you to all these salami flingers out there. That's right. Assaulted by salami. Be careful, everybody, if you're down in Florida. <laughs> And I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Have a beautiful week. Shavua Tov. Be careful of the flying salamis. And uh, God bless you all. I love you, everybody. Thank you, and have a great day. Bye-bye.